Hello, my name is Artavia Bullard, and I decided to start this podcast at a crucial time in my life. After being a stay-at-home mom for five years and realizing I've been stuck and detached from myself, I'm stepping into a whole new world of rediscovery, and I'm inviting you all along for the ride. Walk alongside me and help me answer the question, can you see my growth? Well, hopefully you'll be able to see my growth. Hi guys. So if you read my description, you know I'm like 40 now and um, I've been a stay-at-home mom for five years and I recently went through something like it was just very hard for me, very traumatic without going too deep into it because I want to make this more about me than about anyone else. But I'm going through a divorce. And, you know, this is my first marriage. It's actually my second marriage. And, you know, I've had a few relationships in between. But, you know, this one just hit different. (laughs) You know, every relationship is different. And I don't know if you had that one that just like broke you down. But this 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 is the one. They got me because I just really didn't see anything coming. And I'm not placing any blame um, because I really don't want to make this all about the other person. Because, you know, it's the typical cheating, you know, all that, all that, all that jazz. So I just didn't see any of this coming. Um living my life, taking care of my children, thinking I'm taking care, you know, of my husband, thinking I'm being a good wife. And, you know, that just wasn't the case. So through all of this disruption and confusion, I decided that I needed to take a look at myself. And, you know, a lot of different things came into play to lead me in this direction, which you'll find out from listening to me. Hopefully you'll get to know me better. Hopefully I'll be able to open up more because I am not the type of person who wears their heart on their sleeves, I guess. You know, I'm not a a very open person when it comes to my emotions. I consider myself to be a very happy person and a very loving person and a positive person. I love to see the positive in in mostly everything, but I don't think I'm one to, if I'm upset, I'm going to say, Hey, I'm upset. If I'm, you know, I'm disappointed in you. Oh, you did disappointed me. I don't think I'm the one to be open with those emotions. So this is me trying that. (laughs) So I appreciate you guys listening and joining me for this journey. So since I've been going through all this stuff, I've had friends tell me, you know, hey, Artavia, you should probably try journaling. And you know, even even my husband, soon to be ex-husband, told me, you know, you should journal, you should journal, probably the only good advice he ever gave me. 
But hey, I had to throw one jab in there. <laughs> but you know, I've been getting this advice. You should journal. So I'm like, okay, I'm a journal. So like a whole year has gone by not journaling. This is me not journaling. And I'm still going through this, trying to figure it out on my own. And, you know, I'm not saying that you can't because you can. But if you can get help, I recommend you getting help. But that's not the route that I took. I just really sat in it for a long time. I just sat in my pain. I sat in disappointment. I just sat in everything for for months, really. And I'm not proud to, proud of it. But I, I did. And... I just noticed that my son, because I have a son, he's uh, three years old, and I have a daughter who's uh, 14, and I homeschool my children, so we're together all the time. We do everything together, and my son, you know, our routine got off, and he wants to play. He's three. He wants to play. He wants to be active, and I just didn't realize that slowly and slowly that I wasn't doing the things that I used to do with him and then you know I noticed him being on his tablet more he's not even coming to me as much and it it hurt It, it hurt you know and so I realized something had to change I really didn't know where to start you know it was a lot going on my husband he he works overseas most of the time, so when all this cheating happened and all these things happened, you know, he wasn't here. So I was by myself just really thinking about these things with the kids, figuring like, okay, I can't trust him. I have to work now. You know, all the things that come along with being a stay-at-home mom and realizing that your security is like, and I'm sure people who aren't stay-at-home moms go through this too, any adult when you realize that your security is being threatened, that, you know, your routine, everything that you have in place is just not that anymore. Because you don't think about having backup plans, you know? No, I didn't grow up that way. I was never taught, you know, have have a backup backup plan to your backup plans. Like I've heard those things, but that's not something that I was taught. So it just, it wasn't the same for me, you know? And really, you know what? Let, let's take a little detour. So when I was growing up, I was taught, you know, no shade to my mother, no shade to my my aunts, my grandmother, to any, it was mostly women around. I did not grow up with a lot of men available at at my disposal. And the men that were there were, let's say, not healthy. They were substance abusers. They were on drugs or, or alcoholics you know, and they were violent. They were violent. And that was that was the male role model that I grew up seeing in my in my household. And um, I didn't realize the effect 
that it would have on my life. I, I, I guess nobody realized how their childhood is going to affect them in the in the future. Like people say things. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like people say things, but they don't really think about them. Like they just say them because they're used to hearing them. And it was a lot of that going around when I was uh, growing up. So what I was shown was men were unreliable. You can't really, you know, trust them, which I, I know that's not true. This isn't This does not apply to the world, to everybody. This is just my truth. This is just what I experienced when I was growing up. So I'm not bashing anyone. But when I was growing up, my mother would say things like, you know, people ain't shit referring to men. Men ain't shit. You know, you can't trust them. You have to do what you have to do. You have to work. Like she worked three jobs at a time and I never saw her. I never saw my mother growing up. I remember her taking us to a couple, like to the zoo every now and again or to like the beach. But other than that, I don't remember sitting down having any talks with her. I don't remember her teaching me about my menstrual cycle, um, you know, dating. Like no one ever t had a talk with me about dating. I didn't know how to date. No one said anything to me about these life things, these life lessons is not something that I, I was taught. It was something that I just basically had to live through. So basically I had to learn everything the hard way. And that's, that's really a hard way to exist, to, to grow up is learning everything by trial and error. Like I, it's just not what I want to do. But anywho, let's let's fast forward back to the present time. So when I met my husband, you know, he showed me something different. It was the first time I seen someone like trying to be responsible. Of course, there were red flags, but for the most part, he showed me responsible, <laughs> like a man who actually took care of his household. You know, he was attentive in the beginning. He was very responsible. He took care of me. I already had a daughter at the time. And he took care of my daughter like she was his own. He he was there. And I hadn't seen that before. And, you know, so another thing that I didn't notice at the time that I notice now was that we... Because I was like, oh, we have a lot of the same experiences. That's what I'm thinking to myself. We have a lot of the same experiences. Not realizing that we were actually bonding over our childhood trauma. He had been through some of the traumatic, the same traumatic things that I had been through. And that's how we bonded. But, you know, I see that now, but I didn't see that. I didn't see that then. I was just thinking, oh, we are, you know, we mesh so well together. <laughs> Not knowing that we were like, 
really we're damaged together you know i hate to say that but that's really what it was so it's it's just it's just crazy as i i think back at these things and but you know anywho so back to the present and people telling me about journaling and i'm like okay let me start journaling so my husband he's working overseas he cheats on me he comes back he didn't come back this happened in january and mind you it's september now this happened in january i didn't see him until july so he comes back and he's like oh uh i don't care about her I I love you. I want us to be together. I want us to work through this. Mind you, the woman is pregnant, which <laughs> eh, I don't want to even, even talk too much about that. So it's like, this is always going to be here in my face. That's a whole nother episode. But he's like, I want to be with you. I love you and all this stuff. So of course, since he's been gone all this time, now the shit has hit the fan because he's right in front of me. He's apologizing to me. He wants everything to be better, but I'm not accepting it. I'm like, no, I don't trust it because he can't actually show me that there's been a change because he's gone. So I explained to him the things that I need out of this relationship in order to continue to stay in this relationship, because that is one thing that I've been thinking about for these last few months. You know what I need, my needs. And I told one of the things I told him that I needed was for him to stop working overseas and for him to come here and stay home. Because how can we work on it if we are not together? If I cannot see that, you know, because actually at this point, actions speak louder than words. I know that you're a liar and I can't trust you. Action speaks louder than words. So I need you to be here. So, anywho, of course, that didn't work out. He didn't listen. He went back. Okay. But through all of that, him being here, it broke me down another level. It it made me fall even deeper into despair because I guess I hadn't seen him in so long. It wasn't resonating with me. Like, the pain that I was really in, I really didn't understand the hurt, the deep level of hurt that I had until I actually physically saw him. So one night after we had this big fight and I'm crying, I'm so upset. I'm just, just in despair. And that's when I decided to pick up my notebook. I just bought like a 25 cent notebook from Walmart and I had some because I homeschool I have extra notebooks around I just pick one up I pick up a pen and I'm crying I'm bawling and I decide to write and this is what I wrote down and this is just what I was feeling in that moment so this is my first journal entry which I am going to share with you guys. And, you know, I pause because this is hard for me. 
But I'm going to share with you my first journal entry. <laughs> okay, here we go. I just felt the need to write down my feelings today. I'm happy for the most part. Well, my spirit is happy, if that makes sense. I feel like I'm surrounded by bullshit, though. LOL. I had a wonderful memory of a breathtaking sunset from my dream last night. It brought me peace. I know everything will be okay. I'm still struggling, though. I'm trying to figure out why I want to be with a person that doesn't want to be with me. Why do I want someone who has done and lied so much to me? He can't respect himself, so what am I expecting? Am I a little sad because I know I deserve better? I know I should have spoken up sooner. Why didn't I have a voice? Why didn't I have a voice before? I'm accepting that this needed to happen so I could speak up for myself. But why did it have to cost us so much? Why did it have to cost us each other? The price is too high. This didn't have to go this far. Open your eyes. Talking without action is just talking. I can't do this alone. I'm tired. Help me. Help us. I always feel like I'm begging you. I can't beg anymore. I'm the shit. My love is divine. It's so good you don't even believe it's real. You're hurt. I understand you have no understanding of something you've never had, meaning love. I get it. You were scared. You didn't trust me. I was too much for you. I'll back down. I'll move on. Just know I don't want to. But I'm gone. And that was my first journal entry. And just reading this is like I could I was all over the place and I'm still all over the place. You you'll hear it as I'm talking like I have such a scatterbrain now, but it's OK. I'm embracing it. But I was all over the place. I went through so many emotions through this journal entry. It's like <laughs> and I say, can you see my growth? Hey, I can see my own growth through this journal entry because I went from you know like broken I went to happy hey I'm the shit I, w I went through so many different levels in that but it's it's just it's just a lot I, I, I find myself saying that a lot lately it's just a lot <laughs> and you know sometimes life is just a lot and I'm on this journey where I am trying to be honest with myself and it's a challenge because it's like waking up from this dream that I was in that I didn't know I was in a dream that I didn't realize I was having and seeing reality but sometimes you know you have to second guess yourself and you go back and you're like 
is this the dream or is this reality? You know, back and forth. And that's kind of where I am right now. I'm just in a scattered brain state going back and forth, learning to trust myself, learning to be honest with myself. And I want to share it. I want to share it with you. And hopefully you can take something from it and you can um, appreciate it and learn learn some lessons because I'm, I'm learning, you know, I'm learning and I'm learning that I'm way more spiritual than I realized. Like I didn't know that I was a spiritual person until like, I guess, going through all of this. And I don't, I guess I can say I'm having this spiritual awakening and it's something I've never experienced before. So I'm, I'm learning, I'm learning and I'm open. I'm open to it. I'm open to it. And I'm grateful. I am grateful for like, I never thought in my life that I would say something like this, but I'm grateful for the lesson. I'm grateful for the pain. I'm grateful for the hurt because if I didn't have it, I wouldn't be able to meet this, meet me. If that makes sense to, to actually see me for who I really am. And, you know, I like, I like me. (laughs) I like me. And I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for myself. And I'm grateful for this journey. And I'm grateful for you guys to be here to actually, you know, listen to this. Because I never thought that I would be doing this. I've been in denial for a long time. I have been in denial about a lot of things about what I've actually wanted out of a, a relationship. And, you know, I don't want to bond over tra- traumatic experiences, what they call it, the trauma bond. I don't know. That's what they say with the narcissist. But I don't I don't want to have trauma bonds. I don't want to bond with someone over painful childhood memories. I want to talk about things. I like to talk. And I like to work through things. I like being healed. I don't want to be broken. I want I want to go through healing and I'm embracing my healing process. And I'm a positive person and that's okay. You know, I'm okay. It's okay for us to be however we are and to have our own truths and to listen to other people's truths and be okay with that. Sometimes we just need a listening ear. Sometimes we just need a platform where we can just talk and feel like we're being heard because I want to be heard. I I haven't been heard in a long time, you know, and I've doubted myself, but I'm not anymore. (laughs) Okay, so this is the start of my journaling journey. And I just want to say I'm grateful and I appreciate you guys for listening. And hopefully you'll continue to listen. (laughs) 
Well, thanks guys for tuning in to my podcast. And I hope I encourage you the way you encourage me. I love you and always remember to leave with love or love yourself enough to leave. And my truth is not your truth. Everybody has their own truth. I encourage you to find yours.